Welcome, boys and girls, to Hobo Jojo's Infinite Playhouse. It's me, Hobo Jojo. And joining me today is my very special friend and legal counsel, Hubert Batch. How's it going, Huey? Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We, 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 have a, we, we, we have a very important day ahead of us, so let's, let's just... Um, That's uh, right. Let's, let's run a tight ship today. I, I, I'm going to certainly try and stay on the rails. Don't, don't worry. The, the choo-choo train is going right along. It'll be A-OK. Um, this is a very special episode of Hobo Jojo's Infinite Playhouse because it's me wanting to talk to some people, my fans, uh, my, my parents, my uh, ex-wife, just everyone about what's going on at the Playhouse because I think everyone wants to know. Why can't I find the Playhouse on Twitch? Why can't I find the Playhouse on YouTube? And that's because the Infinite Playhouse has been for lack of a better word, permanently deplatformed. And that's why we're going live on Twitter, Facebook, and Parler, so that way then we can talk about what all has happened and what led up to this. Now, as many people know, I was making a very, very innocent joke talking about the COVID vaccine and just simply drawing comparisons to how the people that were developing Bell's palsy started to resemble Popeye the Sailor no, Man. No, no, listen, uh, no, no. What do, what, do what do we talk about? They don't, they don't resemble Popeye the Sailor Man. They resemble the hot blonde chick from Game of Thrones. It's in the right direction. Uh, they look try like and, that try, Olympic keep, keep gymnast meme from like 2012, you know, when okay, she was yeah, doing the getting, smirk you're, face. You're getting warmer. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, they, they they look half happy because of uh, them smiling, at least on one side. You know, it's yeah, like a, yes. it's like a stick before to, and stick, after stick with, this, with yeah. Botox. I think, I think I think I think we're back on train back on the on on the rails. I appreciate that. That's why you're here. I don't want to circle into exactly why I think that it's a good joke. You know, I was pulling on the elements and themes of Carlin and Richard Pryor. I was trying to do some social commentary here. I wasn't trying to go for just the lowest hanging fruit that I could. I was trying to, you know, inspire a discussion that needs to be had about whether or not the vaccine is actually worth it. It's only been studied for eight months. We don't really know what the side effects are going to be. I mean, Vaccines in general, the fact that they allow mercury to be put into the vaccines themselves is ridiculous. We don't know what else is going to be in there. Kids can develop autism from the vaccine. Okay, all right. Okay, listen. We what did what did we talk about last night? When we when we when we when we talked about that time, you um you you went in front of Microsoft like you you streamed yourself in front of Microsoft headquarters trying to break in and ask Bill Gates why he was going to put a chip in everybody. It's and, a, it's and, a legitimate question. I that, don't know that, why he yeah. would want to. And and what 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 got you in trouble that time it, it wasn't the fact that you went to microsoft headquarters and literally broke into the building and went up 50 floors to try to get to him it was the fact that you doubled down on your takes on twitter uh, okay and, well like, i can't and, double and, down and, on my takes got, on twitter anymore i'm not allowed got, on twitter swarm swarm by swarm by pit crews it's just another example of of of, of doubling down like we gotta, I, I, we gotta, we gotta watch this behavior. If there's one thing I won't stand, it's letting a Jew tell me what to do. Our, uh, what? What oh, is, is that wrong? I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, Can I I'm not say honestly, that? I'm, I'm honestly speechless right now. I. Oh, okay. Well, very I, thin ice. Very thin <laughs> ice here. Fine. So I guess we should just talk about all the things that have led up to this moment, because as per the legal notice stated, it wasn't the singular instance of me doubting having very real concerns about something. OK, very real, very valid concerns. It, it was instead all of these previous controversies that I've gone into. So let's just go ahead and talk about it. Let's clear the air. Let's let people know that, you know, I'm not this wild and crazy guy out there. OK, I'm a very rational, very sane human being. I have feelings. I'm someone who likes to try to just, uh, you know, be creative, be entertaining, push the envelope a little bit. That That's what I'm trying to do as an entertainer here. And I, 
I guess, you know, let's talk about the first controversy. Was it a problem? Could I have done something better when I threw a cat over my head and say, and say, yeah, let's throw that pussy in a prayer circle. Yes, there probably could have been a better choice of words. You know, I still would have used the word pussy. I probably would have said, you know, let's make it bounce. Let's make it clap and, you know, try and move my cat's paws back and forth. Uh, uh, maybe it wasn't the best idea to try and uh, put CBD into my ki- my cat's food and then watch it live on air as it stumbled around. But that's no different than catnip, right? I mean, what, what what's the difference between drugging a cat up on something and drugging a cat up on something? It, it's one and the same. And then I just wanted to see what its re- reaction time would be like as I'm then, you know, making a cat do a big leap. They always land on their feet. Okay, well, my cat didn't land on its feet that time. It, it landed on its head. But, you know, as everyone knows, that's when I was doing the GoFundMe to try and help and raise funds for my cat's medical bills when I took it to the vet to go ahead and get put down. That's what it was going on for. Uh, I was trying yeah, to. I right, we. What we talked about, you know, forming a narrative and not including certain parts of the story that we're going to reflect. People know the difference between. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like, listen, listen, uh, my client here threw the cat over his head. Yes. But cats always land on their feet and his language may have been crude, but compared to the things people post on the Internet every day, it is, you know, incomparable. In, incomparable on a on a level that does not justify the response that it did at all. So and I, I have to say I, I am I'm I'm standing with him on this one. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. Everyone understood that Jeremy two was much cuter than Jeremy one to begin with. Everyone loved the new cat. Now, granted, Jeremy three people had mixed emotions on, but Jeremy four really kind of brought the Jeremy saga back together. Again, um, you know, it all kind of fell apart with Jeremy five, but you know, that that's why I'm not allowed to have cats anymore. And I, I learned from that. I thought I would at least get nine Jeremy's. Why cats have nine lives. That seems to be pretty decent, right? A nine strike law should exist with this sort of thing, but, and, and because I, I technically, um, oversaw his marriage to whatever, um, number Jeremy is at the present state. Um, in California, he's technically married to them. So That's right. the law of double jeopardy says that he it's cannot important. be tried for the same crime multiple times, multiple, m- multiple Thank similar you. instances. I, I think, I think we've covered all our bases here. That, okay. You know, I, I mean, I, I just also want to, want to say, uh, to any, you know, uh, uh, female audience members, I'm not cheating on Jeremy. We have a very open relationship with each other. We understand that this is purely uh, for tax reasons. I uh, get helped out a whole lot more if I'm married uh, all the way through. And uh, and, and so uh, the DMs are still open on the platforms where I'm available. You know, I, I got got to give a shout out to uh, uh, Shane Dawson's attorney. We, we we did some coordinating behind the scenes. He he had some particular experience in this area that was very good to tap into. So um, shouts out to him. I, I, it was fantastic to, to really, you know, just like an amazing crew of lawyers that they had. And honestly, some of the best makeups on all of them that, that I had ever seen. Just the entire Zoom session, just slaying the entire way through. It, it was it was lovely to see. Yeah, it's it's really it's really cool to see the magic behind the scenes that goes into making the final product that is is presented to us on YouTube. Uh, uh, just again, the high art forms, the movers and shakers, and <laughs> and that's what I think is important. That when you're pushing the envelope, you're going to be making some people mad. You're going to be taking risks. And, and and that's what happened with me with the next one. Okay. Did I use a slur on air? Did I say, and then decide to fight people in the comments, reiterating and saying that I could use the slur because I wanted to trigger chuds and it was fine because I was half Italian. Yes. But are, is all of this true? Of course. 
I, I was triggering people. I was getting them mad. I was stirring the pot, making a conversation. I was, you know, bringing cultures together and making a discussion occur about what words are or are not allowed. Listen, how could my client be a racist? He voted for Joe Biden. That's that's exactly he, right. He, he, he participated in the greatest effort in the history of this country to remove a fascist from office. That is what I was trying to do. We looked over the analytics of what my YouTube audience was, and we decided that it would be best if I voted for Joe Biden. That's the important thing. That's the thing to keep in mind here. I cannot be racist. I voted for a black woman president. Also, the same reason I can't be a misogynist or, you know, racist against, uh, 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 what is it? Um, uh, it's dot, not feather. Uh, okay, uh, I think I think we're getting a little off track here. Um, I, th I think what we, we should stop for a second to consider is that my client is releasing a merch series that says, um, how could I be racist? I voted for Joe Biden, uh, which will be available um, on a certain um, uh, a grifting um, uh, emporium soon. You know, it it's, was an opportunity to allow there to be just some corporate synergy. And it's nice to know that I, I can still be working with people that uh, I, I enjoy having around. It's also just one of those things of where, you know, I think that we need to try and see each other from a different point of view. You know, I think that rednecks and, um, uh, urban people need to try and have conversations with each other. This nation was built on the idea of conversation and compromise. It was built on a three-fifths compromise, and that's something that I think that we need to always remember is that it's history. about having the conversation going. We need to preserve the fact of history. And that means talking about the not fun things. That means doing what I did and going through an old 19th century racist book, quote unquote, and reading out all the slurs for all the Asian people that existed and saying, is this a slur today? No. Congratulations. We've moved past that. Now, some people, they said that I just found a way to read 900 slurs on air, and I think I didn't do that because only four of them were offensive anymore because no one really knows the origins exactly of yellow fever or why it was called the Spanish flu. That doesn't make people mad, so n none of these other words should have either. It's all about context, and when elementary school children are told to read uh, the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, and yes. they encounter they encounter those words. I mean, re reading the books may be traumatizing for them on other levels. That that is a discussion that that Twitter frequently has. But I I, I think the words themselves, within the context of the time period, are perfectly appropriate when that is taken into consideration. Was I in the wrong for talking about? We'll just call. Uh, I I can I can call him by his full name right and, and huckleberry finn like it's his name in the book i can say that on air right um i'm gonna let you uh take this judgment into your own hands i think i think you're ready okay well you know maybe instead of saying jim i'll just say instead i'll just say it's the adventures of huckleberry finn <laughs> and tom sawyer and no one can get in trouble if you're just calling people by their first name it's huck tom and yeah, as as long as you included the right amount of beeps that you feel is right, it sounds like there's still some in there. So I'm I'm gonna trust your judgment on this. Okay, uh, I'm I'm going I'm going to try uh, to to I guess uh, I don't know. We we can table this. I don't think it's a real controversy. <laughs> Twitch thought it was. YouTube definitely thought it was. So uh, what what can I say? It's time to just focus on the next thing, I guess, and that is. Real quick, I'm, I'm so sorry, Huey, but, you know, how how is this next one even a controversy? Fine, some people are offended by words, some people are offended by the way I treat animals. I can at least understand that. But on this next one, when on a movie night in my Discord, we were all watching Benjamin Button, and I asked what the age of consent laws would be like in that world, everyone started calling me a creep and a pervert. I was just asking about how we could tell the difference between someone who was a sexually active 90-year-old or a super young chick who happened to look like an incredibly hot 90-year-old. 
How am I supposed to know the difference between the two in this world? What does the age of consent look like? Because uh, is it only between child bearing ages? Is that how people are trying to play it safe? I, I just thought I was bringing up a very valid point and observation. What, how does it work exactly? Uh, remember, this is a purely hypothetical world. Exactly. It's not, it, it's not real life. It's a and purely so hypothetical world that I have spent thousands of dollars trying to research it. I've hired my attorney to try and formulate what a good legal defense would be if I were to hypothetically have sex with someone who was 10 years old, but also in the Benjamin Button uh, universe. That's why. It's like saying it's in Minecraft. You can say whatever you, you can say whatever you want as long as you say in Minecraft after it. Yeah, I want to have it, sex with a nine-year-old-looking person who has Benjamin Button disease. We are currently, my firm is currently advancing a case that we expect to have a Supreme Court, a favorable Supreme Court ruling on. Um, it, um, in and we're gonna and uh, the language that is being tried in that case is Minecraft in Minecraft. So we we are uh, <laughs> we are covered here. We are that, covered here. I am just appreciative of that. You know, I was just talking with Notch the other day and about how it really does seem to just be a matter of human biology. That's what people are so focused on. We need to ignore all of the other issues. We just need to figure out how someone was born. And that's the thing that dictates everything else about them. That I mean, he, he was raising some very valid points. I, I actually have been meaning to pass along some of the uh, literature he gave me. It's uh, it's pretty cool, I, I have to say. I really hadn't thought about some of the larger questions in general, but uh, what, what he's talking about makes a lot of sense, is that if something could exist in terms of an avatar in one world, maybe then in the real world, I uh, think we could focus on you know calling a spade a spade or calling a jack a jack or calling a, a nine-year-old woman super hot. Well, that's how you... Uh legitimize an ideology is when you have a super specific fetish and then you uh, work back in intellectual history from there and and build build out that that um, justification for uh, for for what you want and you know it sound it sounds like that falls in line exactly with the thinking here and uh, given how our system works it's really the, the the proper response so I think I think my client is just a product of the system and responding to events on the ground as any um, good um, you know red-blooded capitalist American would I, and that's the thing to keep in mind I am no different than the average American the exactly. average American goes out and thinks about what the age of consent would be in relation to Benjamin Button you know, that that's what people ask about. They try and figure out the world of Benjamin Button. They say, oh, hey, if a, if a Benjamin Button kid is bored and only looks 50 years old, is that the equivalent of an unhealthy baby because they're only going to live half as long? Is, is that a problem or is it a sign of that they're all, that they only have half of a Benjamin Button disease? How do the genetics work? These are the things that I think we need to spend time focusing on. Uh, wh what exactly does uh, the car driving situation look like for, for these people, you know? Because uh, at a certain point when they're old, they're, they're going to be incredibly old, but they'll be in eight-year-old little bodies. Does that mean that there's like a stack series of books that you put on the actual seats of cars and, I don't know, platform shoes that you let them have while they drive around? It's just basic generic questions. And then, you know, like if an eight-year-old uh, Benjamin Button type were to drive through a crowd of protesters, what states could they or could they not be legally prosecuted in? These are normal, everyday questions that's on the minds of the everyday American. And These, I don't... Yeah, not, not just the everyday American, but uh, real movers and shakers within the realm of, say, academia... Uh, the, these these uh, hypothetical situations in these crossovers between technology and reality and humanity, these are things that have yet to be studied and human impulses that have let to, yet to be cataloged. And, and, and they are clearly prevalent enough that they, they deserve study and empathy and, um, and 
in Department of Defense grants or where, where, wherever the money may, may come from that goes to these institutions of, of, uh, of, of higher learning. I voted uh, for Joe Biden. I am entitled to a Department controlled. of Defense grant. That, that's, yeah. that's my general <laughs> thesis here. You know, that, that's what at least I was hoping to be promised, you know. But at the very least, I, I mean, if people want to examine me, I say, yeah, go ahead and do it. I'm not hiding facts of my life, you know, on, on, the, on the, the next thing that's taking place here. You know, I, I did a live stream video, 24 hours. Everyone remembers that. It was making waves of, oh, look, this guy's going to live stream for 24 hours for 24 straight days. And it seemed really cool because I was going to be going to conventions. I was going to be hopping on planes. I was going to be doing a whole lot of fun activities that I think my fans felt very comfortable with seeing how I lived in the day-to-day -day life. That was something that they were wanting to witness and experience. And the fact that, you know, I got in trouble because I do what I always do, which is walk into various local businesses, bathrooms and demand to be let into the secret basement door that exists in those bathrooms, because I've seen John wick. And I know that there's a secret entrance to a secret fight club in at least one of them, that there's an underground, Ground rave happening at some shop that's no, taking no, no. And, place. And, okay, I and that's very true about John Wick. Remember, we we were going with the more legal defense in that your your contract with Black Black Rifle Coffee stipulated that you needed to make at least one raid on a a potential uh, pedophile den, that, and that and was the one that was the one you chose. That that is the one. Also, you yeah. know, because I'm I'm drinking nothing but black rifle coffee these days. Of course, I'm going to be invading all of the local bathrooms around me. I mean, that shit works. It it just runs right through you, as everyone knows. It just seems like as I'm doing what I'm employed to do, what I'm sponsored to do, it shouldn't be a problem when all I'm doing is asking questions. All I'm doing is going in to a mom and pop. Thai food shop demanding to use their bathroom before ordering anything else and then demanding to have access to all the points of entry because I'm just thinking that they they might be running drugs, you know, that this could all be a giant money laundering scheme. Maybe they're part of the triads and I get it. Okay. The Chinese triads, they don't exist in Thai food shops. I understand that now. Why? Because we held a conversation. We reached a compromise of where I said that they're just Asian to me and it's all the same. That's the compromise that I was able to reach through having discussion with people. The, the, the fact is that there are secret rooms and secret compartments, usually in seedier parts of downtown. As I was doing the live stream and then going into people's bathrooms, I, I did eventually find a way into some people's homes and demanding to see what was going on in some of their basements. And I kept on not finding anything. In fact, most people, because I'm over here in the South, asked me what the fuck was I thinking? Why would I think that there was a basement to begin with? Because it's in the South and basements just aren't a thing here. And that's all the more important a reason for me to want to ask it's suspicious if someone does have a basement in the south that's clearly either a doomsday bunker which is very reasonable something that everyone should absolutely be planning for or it is 100% the fact that they're doing some sort of illegal drug slash child porn type of uh, operation there. There's no in-between. It's just asking questions. With the prevalence of tornadoes, uh, it that makes uh, having a basement a, 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 danger enough, a dangerous enough occurrence that having one is significant enough behavior that warrants further investigation. I mean, I would love to be the guy who's able to break the case wide open while live streaming to everyone about where I turn 
and I I go into a restaurant or I go into a bank and I open a door and then suddenly there's this incredibly low lit high stakes poker tournament that's taking place and I'm able to go in and cash in and let people know that I'm I'm one of those cool guys that's running around that's able to do this sort of thing and I'm able to keep my poker face as I have a GoPro strapped on top of my head and uh, make make everyone feel really at ease and like this is a covert operation. I think I could it's like being a spy. Who doesn't want to be a spy? When when we were thinking about that plan, uh, we we were thinking about how many views it was going to bring the channel. Think like uh, think about the sponsors that would have been able to come in off of a live streamed underground poker game, and if we got in an exotic enough locale, um, yeah, that, we're that, talking that was, Burbank. That we're thinking. talking Omaha. That was all the thinking. Just exotic locales across the board. Uh, the, the the next controversy, yeah, if we want to call it that, it's it can't be a controversy if I'm running a social experiment here, people. Okay, it's a controversial social experiment. It's something that occurs. It, it's not a you cannot cancel someone for running an experiment just because they're they're wanting to be the type of person to ask other people what their opinion is it's doing research you wouldn't decide to you know i'm doing more research in these social experiments than people are doing about vaccines that that's really what's occurring here i'm going boots on the ground trying to ask people uh questions trying to figure out what people would do in certain situations so did i attend a state fair yes did i set up a kissing booth game Yes. Was it to see how people would react if we charged a hundred dollars at one booth and zero dollars at the next booth? Yes. Did it also come out that both of the women that I I I mean, it's I I didn't technically employ them, right, Huey? I mean, I didn't pay them anything. So I know. Remember, remember, we we weren't going to talk about the women. Uh, we we were good. Like, let's let's start off. Uh, there is no mask mandate in the state. In, for the state fair, uh, so he's he's covered there, um, and, and the rest um, what is is covered by uh, the the First Amendment, freedom of speech and artistic expression. That and that's what this is. Thank you, Huey. This really is art. Why? Because I wanted to see what people would do. I wanted to see if they would be willing to pay a hundred dollar upcharge on someone versus if they would want to get something for free. What's the cost of entry here? What's it like? What you know? What is the deal? If then you also were to try and figure out, you know, maybe if people would want to uh, do hundred dollar live streams on Twitch and have access to it, or if people would be content with just the free stuff. That's what I'm trying to figure out is the supply and demand here as a capitalist. Now, unfortunately, apparently both of the, uh, uh, since I can't say women, uh, the, the, the people who were not employed, uh, the people who attended um, the, the kissing booth who operated, there we go, the operators of the kissing booth, uh, they, they both uh, apparently had coronavirus at the time. And so they were, uh, I mean, it, it made headlines because it was viewed as the largest uh, mass super spreader event in the Midwest of that month. So that was a rough news cycle for us. But I think... Remember, remember, we are not liable because they did not have a positive test. Correct. We did, we did not have a positive test. They did not have a positive test. We did not know... A, a, a test wasn't even available to us. How how are we going to test the people if the test isn't there? Yeah. So uh, I yeah. The, what what can you say? It's, it's just it's just what happens. It's the facts of life. If we're going to be saying that oh it's ridiculous that you set up a kissing booth in the middle of a pandemic, to that I say we're playing football in the middle of a pandemic. We're about to be playing basketball in the middle of a pandemic. What is the difference here? What's really happening? What what's where do we draw the line? 
huh? About what is acceptable or isn't acceptable. You know, you might say that playing sports is something that is available for relaxation and entertainment for the populace. And to that, I say, so is watching a couple people making out on Twitch. You know, that that's uh, entertainment for some people. Uh, you can't be so selfish as to think that uh, allowing just just two people to do what comes naturally to themselves uh, would create problems. The only issue is that, yes, some people got coronavirus from this. Yes, it did overflow hospital beds. Yes, people were kicked out. And yes, some people may have, quote, unquote, been irrecoverably, I can't even say the word, irrecoverably, irrecoverably, see, I, I, if I can't say the word, people <laughs> yes. can't accuse me yes. of it. That That's what happens here. You know, I can read the word. I, I thought I could pronounce the word. I can't. And that's something that I think, again, we could only listen, have found buddy, out. Listen, buddy, I couldn't either. See, if my lawyer can't even pronounce the word, we need to decide to use slightly smaller words when making accusations about what exactly I did. And certainly not printing it in the local newspaper and saying that uh, Hobo JoJo's Infinite Playhouse is a, a debauched farce that needs to be brought to an end. Who even uses the word farce anymore? Ain't nobody reading that. Yeah. You know what they are doing? They are deciding that they want to watch Infinite Playhouse more and more. They want to figure out what's going to be happening next. And uh, if we run out of hospital beds, sometimes we just run out of hospital beds. You know, we we need smaller hospital beds. I, I, I don't know why we need to socially distance the hospital beds. It seems like, you know, we could fit a whole lot more in uh, that way, un unless that's not how hospitals operate. I don't know. I haven't been to a hospital in like a decade or so. I mean, I've, I've been to plenty of clinics. I, I have to make sure, you know, that everything's still clean down there, but uh, not the hospital. Don't don't really want to want to mess anything up there. Don't want to uh, get in the stirrups. Don't want to be told about what else I might get inoculated with, like a flu shot trying to weaken my immune system. Ridiculous. Uh and, and you know the the next the next discussion point I guess is since that I like that term discussion point the next discussion point on Infinite Playhouse of course uh, it, it made some waves when we had uh, Barbie Dolly Puritan on uh, she seemed nice right Huey yeah she she was really a uh, great diversity get get for the pod it, it was just so nice to see that two anglo people could come from such different worlds you know yeah such uh, such different genders yeah <laughs> I, I mean you know it, it it just really kind of is spanning the scope uh just of all the genders that are out there from male to female uh you know it, that that's kind of like a it's like an abc's book that notch gave me but it just says from male to female from m to f and then uh, uh, I don't think he understood that it was actually just uh, an advice guide for trans people who were going from uh, male to female. So j just a, a lot of stuff lost in translation there on that notch, buddy. I, I know you're listening. You know, we, we got to we got to fix that stuff up just a little bit here. The, the hey, sounds sounds like he's promoting uh, good messages by mistake, though. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not sure if it's good messages. You know, I, I'm not sure. I would say that uh, forcing these decisions on people at, at, at such you know a, a young point in their life, you know, uh, is is a great move for for people to have. You know, uh, I think it's much better for these people to uh, have to live with that decision for uh, years, if not decades, and then uh, decide what they would have already decided 15 years before. Uh, 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 I, I hate I hate to interrupt you, but I am just looking at uh, the responses to the stream right now. And you are you are currently getting um, ratioed pretty, pretty hard for the for the last last couple sentences in in particular is is the quote of the tweet so uh i would yeah let's 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 move on to the next point if you will like I, we were let's 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 get back to uh 
Barbie dolly Puritan, like we were talking about before. Fine, fine. But before I do that, I'm, see, I'm going to agree with you, but then not agree with you. Why is it always trans leftists who are talking about trans rights? Huh? Has that joke been made before about left and right? Yeah? Uh, no? No? The comments are still hating me for that one? Uh, uh, they're, it, they're saying it's worse it, now. It, uh, it's it's much, much, much worse. Yeah, you're, oh. you're getting fucked. Oh, yeah, the... All, all, all the, all the big accounts are joining in on this. Okay, okay. Um, I think, I, I think, I think this might be one of the fastest times I've ever seen someone become the main character on that, the timeline. Uh, that's that's never good. Uh, you always uh, want to yeah. be a side character. Um, okay. Uh, well, then, yeah. Let, let's talk about Barbie Dolly Puritan, because uh, for people who didn't know about her, uh, she grew up in an Amish community. And, uh, I, you know, she's very famous for doing the Tradcath approach of just uh, knitting and talking about what her day was like and, you know, where, who she ran into at the store. And then also talking about uh, what it was like to grow up on a farm, to grow up Amish, what new TV shows she's watched. Because, again, growing up Amish, they don't have that same pop culture knowledge. And I thought it would be fun to encourage her to break the mold. You know, I've seen the the. Uh, show unorthodox on Netflix where it's talking about orthodox Jewish people breaking out of the mold and I thought hey you know uh, if a Jew can break out of the mold there's no reason a white chick can't either right and, and so I just kept uh, I kept demanding I kept asking requesting pleading begging whatever whatever word we want to use um, that, that she just you know show us a little bit uh, of an example of her breaking out, you know, uh, th that's all I was trying to do with that. Uh, I mean, how, how did that come across Huey? What did people think I was trying to do? Um, they, uh, well, you were obviously, uh, shut down midstream for, uh, pornography you were reported oh, okay okay yeah. okay let, let's yeah. let, let's uh, you let's. were it, it was it was reported um quicker than any other uh video from an an influencer <laughs> that was that was doing like a like a major okay just thinking that you know if i was to be pairing up with a tradcath puritanical amish type person and me asking her to break out of that mold and then inviting her to a game of strip poker and then her saying no and then me saying well someone's going to strip in this video and then me taking my pants off on camera was going to get me reported that that's ridiculous yeah, no, no, that's no, no, a no, normal no. chain of no. events remember remember we talked about framing here because if you actually look at the video she was clearly uh instigating this scenario that you're talking about yes it, like when yeah. she said no i'm not going to do that i interpreted it as no i'm not going to do that yet and that meant that i needed to go first it's that, about tone yes and, but, and you know yeah. That that's on her. Maybe they yeah. didn't teach manners over at the Amish community. Maybe you know, that's we, just we, a cultural difference. We may need to consider adding tone indicators to their curriculum. I, that, I mean, <laughs> how how would that even work with Amish people? You know, uh, my dearest Timothy, it's been years since I've seen your face, and I miss it. Slash S. Anyways, loser, how's it going? And and then what? You put. G E R like what, what are we trying to do here? Exactly. Like, are, are we trying to, to learn computer programming language? Am I trying to program a shortcut on my keyboard? So that way then I can rapidly see just how mad the comment section is getting on me for what, what's the deal here? Am I uh, trying to, you know, do a really cool GIF and put it on air? Is that what, what I'm trying to do? I, I don't know. I was just trying to, encourage someone to break out of the weird, bizarre, cultish environment that she grew up in. I didn't think it was healthy for her in that way. And I was just trying to be a supporter of feminism because feminism isn't the idea of letting a woman decide what she wants to do with herself. It's about forcing her to decide to want to become objectified if that's what she wants to do, right? That's right. Okay. I, I mean, I'm I'm just feeling like I, I'm 
you know, completely off base because these comments are making it seem like I'm doing gross abuses of power and I'm putting this negative sense of peer pressure. Then one person says, that's not even peer pressure. She has twice the amount of followers he has. It's more just like pathetically begging. Why is he negging her, negging her, negging her? Okay, well, fine. What if, if that's the case, do you want me to change my name into something else here? Do you want me not to be Hobo Jojo anymore? Do you want me to take a page out of Mark Twain? Do you want me to just be called Negging Jim? Is that going to be the new name for me? Is that something that I think we can that we can do? I don't know. Huey, is that name taken? Uh, I just checked... Uh I just checked the uh, URL uh, registry and the uh, Google SEO results, and I think we're in the clear. Good, I think, good. I, I, I think you got no other competition as far as other brands. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why other brands have not decided to uh, to to put a play on that. So you know, I I, I guess it's a new rebirth. That they, they might have decided to ban me uh, as Hobo Jojo in the Infinite Playhouse. But beep, 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 Jim's infinite playhouse will continue to arise uh, like, like a phoenix of sorts, which takes me to the latest development, the latest story, the latest thing. And that is, of course, as everyone knows, I recently took a Thetan e-meter test and the results came back and they were incredibly negative. Now, again, it's been a while since I've been in a hospital, so I assume that when things come back negative, that's a bad thing, right? Or is it a good thing in, with, with the Thetan meter test? I'm not sure. Regardless, it only cost me $4,000 to go ahead and get the test done. And then they said that they knew of a way that could help me, and... Uh, I decided that I needed to go for it. You know, uh, they were telling me all these things that just made sense to me on the inside, talking to me about what my past may have been like, what my future would hold in store for me about how you can't trust psychiatrists. You can't trust the government. And, you know, I think that that is, that's an important line in the sand to be said, you know, I, I'm going to tell my psychiatrist to do something that my wife never did. And that's fucking blow me because I'm, I'm just done with that quack experiment. I'm done with the idea of all the comments saying, go to therapy, go to therapy, go to therapy, because I don't need therapy. I need to make sure that I'm able to experience clarity, not therapy. Uh, Huey, and, you, you seem like you're a little uncomfortable here. What? Well, I, I was I was just thinking it over and I came to the conclusion that you are allowed to say whatever you would like uh, in this way to your uh, uh, psychiatrist because, you know, you, you've heard of, um, you know, uh, doctor-patient confidentiality. It also works in the sense that you as the patient can say whatever you'd like about the doctor publicly. It's, it's covered as well. So Good. you can, Good. you can, you can, uh, you can slander, you can, uh, you, you, uh, you can leave terrible Yelp reviews. Uh, you can organize an online hate mob to, uh, <laughs> to, to, uh, to destroy their like Google maps rating. <laughs> Which thank you to everyone who did that. Now, my, my psychiatrist didn't know at the time that I was recording our sessions and uh, broadcasting them onto my channel. Uh, but again, like, like Huey said, it falls under doctor patient confidentiality. So none of you can prosecute me whatsoever for what I said in those sessions that that's confidential that's between us and those exactly. views they don't count I I've said let's demonetize it uh let's try and make sure that things don't work out it didn't work when I tried to get a sponsorship when I was uh trying to get corona to sponsor the kissing booth video after that controversy so there's no reason to try and monetize my confessions to my therapist um my therapist was saying I need to start writing diary notes to myself and quote, was horrified when I decided to hand her what my diary was. And it was all just cut out letters from various magazines explaining a manifesto of sorts to her. I, I don't 
understand why else she thought I would try and do something else. That's just how my thoughts manifest. That's just exactly what I feel like. I felt so bizarre when people were talking about how the Zodiac Killer Cypher finally got decoded because it just made sense to me when I was reading it. You know, it's like web dinks. It's not that simple uh, or complex of a thing. It's just what is. It's like uh, Rosetta Stone, if you will, uh, but for... Uh, I, I guess learning what is going on in the mind of the average red-blooded American. And so I think as an average red-blooded American, it's my duty to try and make sure that I get better. And that's why I'm rejecting this cultist attitude of the Twitter mob, of the YouTube mob, of the Twitch comments that are taking place. And instead, I'm deciding that I need to go away for a bit. And that's why I wanted to have this apology video taking place, because I'm sorry that you all were offended. I'm sorry that you all had such thin skin that you couldn't take a joke. I'm sorry that y'all were too fucking beep, beep, beep to understand what my jokes were. I'm sorry that you were just incapable of appreciating my greatness for what it is. But don't worry. I found people here at the Church of Scientology that will appreciate me for me, that will help me go and achieve my next goal, whatever that may be. They will tell me what I want my next goal to be, and they will help me achieve it. That's what a real support structure exists for. Huey, what, am I missing anything here? Uh, you know, I, I think with the mention of Scientology, you've covered all your, your bases uh, because you are demonstrating that you are seeking, that you, you are seeking something greater than yourself. Yes. You, 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 you are on a path uh, to enlightenment that I, I think is admirable and, and I, I think uh, demonstrates to, uh, very much to your uh, competence and worthiness of being a client and uh, continuing your, your path to become one with the stream, which I, which I, th I think is very uh, uh, s similar to certain tenets of the religion that, that you have chosen. I know nothing about this religion. I just know that they told me I was special and that I deserved many, many good things. And that that's what I want to experience. And that is what I deserve. So why on earth would I disagree with them? It makes sense to me. Sounds now, like you have, you have much to discover. Uh, now, um, just, just to, you know, and Huey, you, you've been such a great, uh, just attorney, a friend, a father figure sometimes for me, um, over oh, these, thank you. these past years. Uh, I, I just want people to know that, you know, Huey is doing this out of the goodness of his heart. He's not doing this just because I pay him $750 an hour and he just is able to zoom in with me and have these conferences take place. He's doing this because he cares about me for me. And he's willing to be a ride or die no matter what. And that's why I make sure that I pay him a monthly retainer of $35,000 on top of the $750 an hour uh, because it's important. Now, how many hours would you say that we spend, I don't know, a week talking with each other? If you're going to go by the very uh, diffuse definition of the term talking, I would say at least seven or eight hours a day. And then you, uh, you obviously the five work days and then usually a Saturday and then, yeah, usually a Sunday too. So seven, seven days a week, you know, just an average, an, an average working man's week of, uh, of, of coordinating, uh, our, our, our efforts to both want, uh, continue your career and protect you, uh, legally and financially. Uh, and that's something that's so important to me is to make sure that I have someone out there who is going to make sure that they have my back while I'm on the inside. Now, Huey, of, of course, when I go into this camp, the first thing that they told me is that I won't be able to be uh, paying you anymore because I have to give all of my money to the church. And I need to make sure that they, they put it first and foremost. But I know that we're such good friends and buddies that you will just be willing to take my calls no matter what, because that's the sort of connection that we have deep down inside. 
Uh, yeah, you, you know, I'll, I'll land on, land on my feet somewhere. I have, I have other clients and, uh, you know, uh, I'll take your calls, but, uh, definitely this will be the case where you will owe me one, one day, that, one that, day, that, one day I will, I, I will call and you won't know what it is and, uh, <laughs> expect that. Uh, I, I appreciate that. That's the sort of thing. It, it, it's nice to know, you know, it's like having a sword hanging over your head that's, you know, being suspended by a string, only it's your birthday. So at some point it's going to fall and cut a cake. That's the sort of nice attitude that uh, I, I think that we have. So the cake could be anything. Yeah, as we I, all know, it, it, it could be, it could be, it, it'll probably be a body though. I'm guessing knowing you, you, you wild and crazy guy, Huey, you, you know, I just lo love you to death, man. Uh, so yeah, this is going to be the last infinite playhouse, uh, stream for a while. When I come back, uh, I'm sure I'll be, uh, uh, just, you know, better than ever. And so I, I guess go ahead and, and follow me wherever you people are still able to follow me. Uh, you can find uh, it on social media at bad idea for a pod, or you can try and follow uh, my, my hidden account at culture truther. Uh, it, it's, it's always nice to see people decide to give me a follow. I always appreciate it. Uh, Huey, wh what about you? Uh, where can people ask you legal advice questions? Uh, if, if we're going to go with the uh, format that my client laid out there, uh, you can find my uh, Twitter handle at GriffShop. Uh, the O is a zero, and the website is uh, grift.shop. Uh, and it's the holiday season, so uh, it, it should be pretty clear as to what to do from there. That That is important. You know, it, it's just trying to get some uh, some nice clothes that that match buying some clothes i think uh f for your your family you know something to really kind of honor uh your parents a little bit you know i i think that uh, my grandpa he absolutely loves the hat that i got for him uh saying that he is a war on christmas veteran you know, it's so nice that you have that available because it is just a real culture war that we are in the middle of right now. It means the world. It is every American's forever war. <laughs> these, Until the these, end uh, of time. Cultural battles such as the war on Christmas. <laughs> Do you have any closing thoughts, Huey? Thanks for having me on and uh, employing me as always. It's <laughs> it's all it's it's always a pleasure to uh, work with you and uh, to to have a, have a chance to have uh, others others hear our voices here. Let's go. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess this is the last sign-off uh, that I'm going to be doing for a while. So, as always, this has been Hobo JoJo's Infinite Playhouse, where I have fun and my guests describe the series as going on for an eternity. Uh -huh.